0: Deuteronomy 6. When you find it, stay with me. We're going to read uh, three verses here. Deuteronomy 6, 13 through 15. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 6. The Bible says in verse 13, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods, of the gods of the people which are round about you. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Let's uh, open in prayer. I want to talk to you today about a healthy fear of God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your word that brings us back, that sheds light in our dark way. Father, help us all, Lord. Uh, sometimes we stray off, but Lord, thank God for light that brings us back, that opens our eyes. And Lord, uh, reveals to us things that ought not to be there. And Sometimes we don't want to see, Lord. We don't want to turn on a light or, or look too deep. As they say, it might open a can of worms, Lord. But we, we need those things gone out of our, our hearts and minds and souls. And we need, to, we need it gone out of our lives, Lord, to be able to be uh, more free to walk with you and serve you. Lord, help us to fear you. Lord, healthy fear. Thank you, Father, for your word. Again, in Jesus' name, amen. Man, you may be seated. It's all right to, uh, amen, to honor uh, maybe some churches or will be against having um, a little Memorial Day commemoration, you know, in church. But let me tell you this. The Bible says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And uh, this nation is is without doubt blessed by God. Amen. And to keep it like that, the Bible says, "Ye eateth to yourself damnation, because ye giveth God not thanks." You want to end up in poverty? St- stop thanking the Lord. Amen. And. Uh, the best way to keep the blessings of God here is for God's people to say, God, thank you for blessing this nation. Just honoring him. We're not honoring the nation. We're honoring God for blessing this nation and a great nation uh, it is. Amen? Uh, so uh, we'll get the, uh, the proper order of things. Amen? Our hope is, is God. Our hope is the Lord Jesus Christ uh, fixing the mess we're in today. And... In order for that to to start, we need a healthy fear of God. The Bible says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him. Fear in this uh, context here is reverence. Reverence. It's not a terror fear where you're uh, fearful or, or afraid. It's a reverence type of fear. It's still fear. It's a reverence, though, where you fear God or reverence. The Lord, and that's a verb, it's an action. Uh, Not being afraid of something. When you're afraid of something, you'll run away. But when you reverence something, it'll drive you uh, to give yourself, as the next phrase says, to serve him. Thou shalt fear the Lord and serve him. It's gonna drive you to serve God. You're in church today in the house of God because you fear God. You know you ought to be here. There's people today that say, I just have church at home with myself. That is not church, amen? That's called uh, getting away from God, amen? Um, I remember when we were little. uh Uh-oh. That's my brother and sister laughing. Do you guys know what I'm going to say? So my mom would wake us up. Kids, you want to go down to the shore? Mom, it's Sunday we have church, that's all right. We'll listen to Christian music on the way down. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. We're going. We're going. And we had a great time. Amen. But, but that's not reverencing God. It's not reverencing God. Amen. When you, when you fear God, you're going to put his priorities first. There's a time for all that. But let me say this, God will, make, God will give you the order of things in your life in, in the matter of where they should be. Uh, not putting um, the horse or the cart before the horse, amen? Not going beyond uh, yourself and, and your life becoming confused and mixed up, which often that happens. When you reverence God, uh, when you fear God, when you have a proper fear of God, the Bible says the beginning, the fear of God, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, And then it says again, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's both. That means to start out your journey in life, your number one priority is to make sure you fear God, fear the living God, realizing who he is. He's almighty God. There is no one else besides God. There's nobody else. There's no one more powerful. There's no one that you would be accountable to other than him in the end. God sets up authority. Uh, we, Brother Rob read in 2 Peter that, that they, they speak evil of dignities. They ride in the daytime. That's, that just describes what's going on today. The uh, Bible calls them out the way they are. They're just uh, uh, vile people uh, that would act like that, that conduct themselves like that. If, if, if you don't like what's going on in government, you pray. Amen? You pray for them. You pray for our president. That's not my president. Yes, it is. Amen? <laughs> You pray for them. Uh, the last one was not my prayer. you pray for them. You pray for the leaders, you pray for what's going on. Prayer will do a lot more than, than us murmuring and complaining. Right. Right. And then you pray. Uh, wives, you pray for your husband when your husband is going away. right? Uh, husbands, you pray for your wife when, when, when uh, you don't like how she's acting or, or when she's going astray. you pray. You don't forget to pray. You bring it before God. You're reverencing God in the matter. You're you're honoring God. You have that fear of God knowing that he can handle and do what you can't do. You fear him. That's a healthy fear of God. Putting God, number one, in your life, despite of your circumstances, despite of your desires in life. Uh, Some of us have, um, you know, I want to be an astronaut type mindset. It may work out, uh, but most likely it's not. You're probably going to wind up working at McDonald's if you have that mindset, all right? But you know what I mean. I'm going from one extreme to the other. Uh, People settle for what they just settle for in life. But listen, God doesn't want you to uh, just settle for anything. He's got plans for you, and your first step is getting some wisdom about you in life, and that starts out by fearing God, reverencing God putting God first in your life, in every aspect. Uh, the Bible says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, you're going to put God first. You're going to have a fear of God. Remember when Joseph, Joseph was sold uh, in, into slavery to Egypt um, by his own family. But it was the fear of God that kept Joseph. God, Joseph feared God. When nobody was around, when nobody uh, could uh, refrain or tell Joseph not to sin with Potiphar's wife. It was just Joseph and her. But what kept Joseph? He said, I can't do this sin against the Lord. It was a fear of God. The Bible says by the fear of God, men depart from iniquity. We need a healthy fear of God. Men, you struggle with sin, you need a healthy fear of God. Let's go to Second Kings seventeen. Second Kings seventeen, verse thirty three. Bible says they feared the Lord and served their own gods. Is that possible? Is that possible to fear God? This is an unhealthy fear. We have a knowledge. We know who God is. We know what He can do. But we have a fear, a heart fear, a sinful fear about us that will keep us from serving the Lord. When you have a right fear. Thou shalt fear the Lord and serve him. It's going to cause you to serve him. That's why you're here today, because you have a proper fear of God. Amen. You're putting your priorities first. God, this is your day. I'm putting you first. Uh, Whether it's raining or not, I'm going to put you first, Lord. I'm coming out to your house. I'm going to give my time to you. I'm going to sing from my heart. I'm going to, despite of the awful message or the speaker or whatever, Lord, it's your word. I'm going to get what you want me to hear out of it. Amen. Whatever you got to do between you and God because you have a proper fear of God. But these people here feared the Lord and served idols. They had an improper fear uh, for the Lord. This wasn't a reverence. It was more of a uh, uh, horror-type fear, knowing what God can do. So what did it cause them to do? run from God? It was an improper fear. They were afraid of God. They were afraid to be uh, brought into the light. They were afraid that their hidden sins would be uncovered. They were afraid that God would have to deal with things that they didn't want out of their lives. They took pleasure in sin, uh, and they didn't want God to remove it from them. They knew who God was, but they served their own gods. They served the gods around them. And we have that. This is the common fear that most Christians have today uh, that will not drive them to serve God, but will drive them to serve the idols, but yet still have a knowledge of God. When you you have a proper fear of God, it's gonna cause you uh, to step into the light of God's word that things may be uncovered so that God can take care of them. Because you know that's what God does, you know how God acts. It's amazing when somebody starts walking with the Lord, nobody has to tell them what they need to do. The Holy Spirit of God lets them know what they need to do to serve God. And you know what you need to do to serve God and get to where you're at. Why? Because God is a good father and he instructs his children. If you're saved today, God tells you where you need to be and what you need to do and what you not don't need to do, amen, uh, so that you can serve God. If you have a healthy fear of God, you're going to serve him. You will serve him. You need that proper fear of God. The Bible says in Proverbs 15, Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure. There's a word linked to treasure. Than great treasure and trouble therewith. The things of this world, the riches of this world, always bring the tr- trouble with it. Treasure and trouble, that's Proverbs 15, 16. Treasure and trouble. They're not separated there, they're together. Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. When you fear God properly, that is the beginning of a whole new life's journey of wisdom and knowledge and a walk with God that you have not yet uh, been able to comprehend before. God has some great plans for you, and they're good plans. His thoughts are good towards you, the Bible says. His blessings uh, are rich, the Bible says, and he had he no sorrow with it. But when you serve the gods of this world, when you have an improper fear of God, and you serve the gods of this world, you're gonna, you may get the treasure, but there will be trouble with that. You've given up too much to get those things. There's nothing wrong with having, but there is a lot wrong with not fearing God, with not walking with God. That is our purpose here in this life. Without God, that's the definition of hell. Separation from God. Separation from God is the definition of hell. But that's forever and ever. Don't live your own hell in this life. Don't make your own hell in this life. Get close to the Lord Jesus Christ. People say, I'm, I'm living a living hell because of the trials and tribulation. That's nothing. Being without God is hell. That's where, what hell is. The lonely feeling. The empty feeling. The, the feeling of no purpose. The feeling of no one to, to lift you up when you're down the feeling of having to carry your weights, the the weight of your sin for the rest of your life and nobody to take it from you. When the Lord is always right there, you just take his hand and he'll help you up, get you going. Whether you fall, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, though he fall, Though he fall. The just man falls seven times. The perfect number of falling. Well, how about that? Amen. But he gets up again. He riseth again. Though he fall, he shall not be cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. The best thing we can have in our life is God's hand. We worry about not falling, but, but it, it, it just happens. But thank God for his hand. Amen. The hand of God that reaches out. When you fear God, his hand will always be there because you're going to serve him. You're going to be there for him and with him. They were afraid. They were afraid to confront their own sin. They were afraid to leave the things of this world. They were afraid of facing truth. Just because you don't face the truth doesn't mean it's not there. And oftentimes we're willing to live a lie than to face and confront truth. But when you face and confront truth and you, and, and you uh, get your relationship back with God and get it on track, I promise you this, life is worth living. Amen? Amen. Life is worth living and you can always get back up Amen. because God will always be there. The Lord was rejected for us. You know, God will never reject you. But on the cross... The Lord Jesus Christ was rejected for us. His rejection was in place of all of us so that we will never have to be rejected. He said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But the Lord will never leave us or forsake us, the Bible says. Though our sins be many, he will never leave us or forsake us. But Christ was forsaken for us. He bore it in our place. He was forsaken for you so that you will never be forsaken. It was a once and for all payment of our sin, uh, for our our loneliness, uh, for our despair, for our trials. The Lord Jesus Christ took it all upon himself so that we can walk and serve almighty God. It all starts out with having that proper fear of God. The Bible says the wrong fear leads to torment. I know many that were in dire fear of, of the COVID. And there's people in fear of getting cancer and there's people in fear of, of, uh, of, of everything, whatever. You can name down the list. And fear is a natural sin. It's a sin, the Bible calls it. It's Fear is a natural sin that's part of our flesh. The Bible says in 1 John 4, Eighteen. The Bible says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. The devil will use your flesh in fear when it's not a proper fear for God. You will fear other things in this life. But when you have that reverence for God, you're going to automatically know you're taken care of. You're automatically going to know that uh, your life is in his hands. Uh, As Job said, though worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God. What, What can destroy you when God is there? Nobody. Nobody's more powerful than God. Our main first goal and step is to have a proper fear for God. We get ourselves in situations of torment because we're not walking in the fear of God. If you don't fear God, then God will give you something to fear about. To wake you up, to help drive you back to him, to get you on track. A proper fear. Let's go back to our text in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. Thou shalt fear the Lord and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. Now that doesn't mean taking the Lord's name in vain or cursing. That means everything you're going to do is gonna be through the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? It's gonna be all about him. There's power in the name of Jesus. There is. There's power in the name of Jesus. You should not go after other gods. What are the gods? There's nobody in here who's going to take a little Buddha statue and, and hide it in their pocket and secretly pray to it. A god is anything that takes away your heart from God. It's what motivates you. It's what drives you. Only you can define your God in your life. May it be the true and living God. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Naturally, the gods of this world, the, the, the things of this world will destroy you. We cannot handle But God will use Situations in your life to help get you on track to where you need to be, to get that fear placed in the right uh, order. Fearing God, reverencing God. In Proverbs chapter 29, the Bible says in 25, the fear of man bringeth a snare. The fear of man bringeth a snare. We need to fear God. If you don't fear God, you're going to fear something. You're going to fear someone. Now That doesn't mean you disrespect, oh, only God judges me. I don't have to listen to anybody. No. The Bible says fear God and honor the king. Fear God and honor the king. Honor uh, people in authority. Respect them knowing that God wants you to do that, and you do it as unto the Lord. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. If you fear man, they're gonna, it's going to cause you to, to be in, entrapped in your life. You're not going to be free. But we're free because God has set us free. The moment you got saved, you've been made free. And you shall be safe, the Bible says. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment cometh from the Lord. Our God ultimately, in the end, will have the last and final say. Amen? Amen. Although you don't see your circumstances raveling out the way you want them now, in the end, all things work together for good to them who love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. Fear God, reverence God, honor God in your life. You're here today on Sunday because you fear God. How about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? And I'll see you next Sunday, right? Every day you honor God, you fear God. Turn to Isaiah. Isaiah twenty nine verse thirteen. The Bible says, Wherefore the Lord, Isaiah twenty-nine, thirteen, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. The right fear, when you fear God properly, your heart's going to be behind it. That's what causes you to serve him. Who you serve is who your heart's after. That's why Joshua said, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Whether it be the gods of this world, the gods of the land. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Their hearts desired God. They had a fear of God, and their heart was after God. Thou shalt fear the Lord and serve me. God wants your heart. The proper fear will bring the right heart. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. When you treasure God, when you reverence God, and see Him as He is, and who He is, your heart's going to be there. You're not just coming to church because it's something you do. You're here for God. You didn't come to go. You came to be here. Amen? When you open those hymn books, you don't don't open them up because it's order of service and you just let, oh, thank God it's only two short verses. Yes. (laughs) Can't wait till this song's done. No. Let me see these words. What am I singing to God? God, I'm singing this to you from my heart. I mean this. And we might not always be there. Every time, every second, we're not God. We're not consistent like he is. We're not faithful as he is. Amen? But we know where we ought to be because his hand is there to help us get back up. Because we serve him. Because our heart is there. Sometimes it gets a little lost, but it's there. Amen? We're not 100% all the time, but we're there. Amen? Sometimes we come crawling in, but we're there. Amen? We need to know that. Don't let the devil point his big old finger at you. He's the accuser. Verse 13, their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. It's not taught by the word of God. The precepts of men. We need the word of God. To have a healthy fear of God, you've got to live by the word of God. That's why this church, we stand on preservation. And we believe the King James Bible is the word of God. Why? Because God says he's going to preserve every single word, letter, and part of the letter in his word. We believe that. We stand on it. If the devil takes away our foundation, then we're just, will float away. Float away into every, anything the Bible says, any slight amend, anything the wind brings in. We have nothing to stand on. You gotta reverence his word. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of knowledge. When you fear God, God's going to set in order who He wants you to be. The Word of God is a mirror. When you look, when you read this book, this book's alive. This book reads you. Yeah. It really does. Sometimes I'll read it. Oh, I got ten minutes. I got to go. Lord, I bless us. Amen. Gone right. Did you read your Bible? Yes, I did. That's not reading your Bible. It happens, right? It happens. Uh, But sometimes you just get sucked into the book where it becomes like this 3D, and you see the people getting up off the page and walking around, and you see the words coming to life, and you feel the Holy Spirit of God Filling your soul and God starts showing you things in his book you could have read that passage a million times and it's as though it's the first time you've read it Amen. why because it's alive when you have a proper fear of God you're going to see this book as it is it's God's word when your heart's after other things this is going to be real hard to understand and say, well, I don't understand this. I don't. What is this? And you, there's little things you can get out of it, but when your heart's right, you'll see it as it is. It's alive. It's God's word. A healthy fear of God will set your way. Turn to Exodus eighteen. We're almost done. Exodus eighteen. Exodus eighteen. It's the second book of the Bible, Exodus 18, verse 21. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men. What is an able person? Somebody who's able, somebody who's capable, somebody who's able to take on weight of life, somebody strong, somebody faithful, somebody diligent, Right? Let's see what the Bible says. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men. What's the what's definition of an able man? Such as fear God. Men of truth, hating covetousness. And place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. The first qualification for anyone who's to do anything for God is to fear Him. And that is only the beginning, the start. How much time we're wasting trying to obtain things that are just freely given to those who fear God and walk with Him. God will give you, the Bible says, the desires of your heart. You just need to fear Him. Put Him first. Reverence Him. Every day and I promise you those things that you believe in your heart, where God would have you would have you have or do, God will bring it to pass. Look at Proverbs 16:6. 6. The healthy fear of God will give you a strong way. It'll make you able, an able person, able to take on life, able to take on. Um, this world. Proverbs sixteen six. The Bible says, By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. It brings a, a pure way. The fear of God brings a strong way. The fear of God brings a pure way. And we're going to close with this, Psalm 118. Psalm 118. The fear of God will make you able. The fear of God will keep you in the right way, keep you from sin. When you reverence God. God. In Psalm 118, the Bible says in verse 1, I give thanks unto the Lord for his good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes, princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They can pass me about, yea, they can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about like bees. they are quenched as the fire of thorns, for in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. That's our God. We would be okay if we feared God, if we put him first, if we reverence the true and living God. Everything that we work for and live for will come after and freely given without trouble if we put in order the right things. And that first step is fearing God, reverencing your God, reverencing the God who saved you, who died on the cross for your sins, who died for you in your place, who was forsaken for you so that you never need to feel forsaken in life again or in eternity ever. Let's fear the Lord. Let's reverence Him each and every day. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, I pray that you would help us all, Lord, as they did. Lord, they feared the Lord and served idols. Lord, as your people, Lord, we need to fear you and serve you. And I pray, Lord, that you would instill in all of us a healthy fear of God. Help us to reverence you. Lord, they that come to God must believe that he is. Help us to know and believe that you are the true and living God and there is none else beside thee. May we never give up our walk with you, our relationship with you for anything in this life. May we never make a living hell for ourselves being separated from you. I pray, oh God, that you'll help us all to walk with you and fear you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand. God, has spoke to your heart to fear him, to reverence him properly. I want to give you a time to come on down, ask God, God, help me to fear you and you alone. You don't need to fear man. You don't need to have fear of this world. But to fear the living true God will be the beginning of wisdom, will be the beginning of a new life, a new walk. Reverence your God fear your God. Can you come back to God if you've been serving this world? Yes, you can. Like the prodigal son didn't just come back. God was waiting for him. Can you get back up after you've fallen? Sure can. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. God will help you right back up. And you can rejoice in God's goodness for the rest of your days how can you reverence God from day to day in all your life affairs and situations from praying before you eat for praying for people for loving people Loving your enemies, being a light in this world, giving the gospel out, all those things. Reverence God. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but doing the will of God from the heart. Fear the Lord and serve Him. to see changes in this world in our communities in our neighborhoods starts with families fearing God homes fearing God once again Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for working in our hearts and lives and giving us opportunity to serve you. Despite who we are, Lord, we uh, thank you for that. We thank you for um, placing us. Lord, we we didn't choose to be in this nation. You put us here, allowed us to be born here. And uh, Lord, to whom much is given, much shall be required. Help us to use, Lord, the freedoms we have uh, to go and proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, to reverence you uh, in this nation, to reverence you in our day-to-day walk, to reverence you in all that we do. I pray, oh God, that you would uh, use, Lord, uh, your word, may it penetrate the deepest parts of our hearts. Lord, I pray you bless each person here, uh, Lord, wherever they're at in their walk with you. I pray you bless their week. Thank you, Lord, for church. Uh, thank you, Lord, for a Memorial Day tomorrow. I pray you bless the picnic. And Lord, I pray you help your people. Lord, help us all, Father, to live Uh, Unto the Lord, thank you for your word and all you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Amen. God bless you. Uh, Lord, we'll we'll see us tomorrow. Come on out to the church picnic. Uh, Brother Tom's got the offering plate in the back.